podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. We hate them, we love them, and DJ Damo's back. It's the Day Trippers! Okay, good evening. Uh, in the house tonight, we have Phil Casey. We have the Northside superstar that is Ray Brady and our very own uh, DJ Damo in the house. Uh, he's back after a long absence. Um, I'm myself, Steve O'Hare. We're going to run through a few things. Obviously, the Swansea game at the weekend. We have a little bit of a break coming up um, now because of the international uh, break. So we'll have a little bit of shite talk as well and get right into it now. It's the Day Trippers. Okay, so we did cover a little bit of it on Periscope there, but let's get into it. So first of all, Damo, yep. welcome back. Thank you. Great to see you again. Long time. How's the race there going to Kempton? Deadly. Yeah. How many winners this evening? I had a lovely lucky fifth day on Saturday. No, 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 we're talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. How much have you lost? No, he's now? lost it all back oh, no, since. Uh, but lost me wallet. Got chased down here. Fuck you. We'll see you Thursday. <laughs> Razor, welcome back. Cheers. No worries, can we talk into the mic? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Thanks very much, massive difference. And Filippo, you're back with us. I am, briefly. But yeah, I no. could be running off very Yeah, quickly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's keeping an eye on that phone. It's uh, it's time to... He's on Hornhub again. So yeah, listen, first of all, uh, or first of all, should I say, um, good win at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we've we've turned a corner. <laughs> uh, for I, I'm all, well, you, we talked about this. I'm always cautious about that. Like, <coughs> I, I will need us to be in a Champions League spot in the last weekend of May before I believe that we're going to get there. And four points clear. And four <laughs> points clear, with no games left to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're saying by that. But look, as you said earlier on, the sign of us making progress as a club. Forget about, yeah, yeah. as you said, win the league or qualification for Champions League, which is obviously our aim and Klopp's aim, no doubt. Um, but for us to be going in at halftime, as we have so many times before, yep. just come up against, not say dross, because um, Damo, <laughs> Damo will get to it because he made the point on Periscope. Um, Swansea were very effective at the start of the game. You know, they came out with a game plan and they put it into effect. And yes, we, we had a couple of chances, 
half chances but that's all we had I don't think did we have a shot on target in the first half no, none, no, yeah no. I don't think so so no. we had a couple of half chances that probably could something could have been done better with mm. them but other than that Swansea had a very <coughs> effective game plan they yet again caught us with our Achilles heel which is a set piece and then we're very comfortable after that probably for the first 35 minutes what chances though as well didn't they oh absolutely a clear Braden header there that your man should have buried well I tell you I'd have been worried had um, Lorente been playing Mm. I think had he been up top we could have been in trouble because we could have been two maybe even three down with the chances they had Mm. and much as the um, I know there's sort of talk there as well about I don't particularly fancy us it might take a few more games like that but I don't fancy us chasing matches either yeah, no, I don't. It's just we look so much better, and thing once once we get the early goal, the other team pushes out, and all of a sudden we look fucking amazing, you know. And um, you know, it was the same thing. You you were seeing us going a goal behind. They had a couple of chances. We couldn't stitch three or four passes. They get on you thinking, here we go. This is this is it. This is what Liverpool do to you. You know what I mean? They build you up, and next while well, here comes the shitstorm. Yeah. You know? Delusions of grandeur, and here we go. We're we're we're, we're back. We're gonna get Champions League, and next well, it's fucking Swansea gonna fuck a spanner in the walks. But what a turnaround second half. Yeah, demo. The last ten minutes of the first half, you could see signs that we were getting a foothold back on the game to an extent. You know, I, I don't think we we didn't create anything clear cut, but we stemmed the flow from them. I think, or I felt that way anyway. Maybe you didn't. Uh, probably not. I, I, I didn't see where it was a goal going to come from us at all, unless the, we drastically changed how we played. Mm. Uh, I think we done that at half time. Uh, I, I said we, we didn't go through with Henderson as much. Uh, Anton was played from the back. They kind of bypassed them as a midfield and they went into feet into the, <clears throat> the other three, either Coutinho or Firmino or Mane, a lot quicker, which stretched the game. Um, and Is it the second half? Second half, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. First half, or the, the whole first half, I thought we just created nothing I think they were fantastic in what they done to us um, I've watched them playing against City twice and they done the same on City and made life very awkward on them in two games they played them um, but there was definitely when we came to the second half I think only then we seen us coming into it more yeah. fourth half there was, there was just nothing to kind of look at and say I couldn't, couldn't even see where there was a goal coming from at that stage yeah like I know what you're saying by that um, I, I said it to somebody on Twitter Phil um, during the game that I felt this wasn't Swansea's natural way of playing mm. And that they might be blown out their arse after about sixty minutes. Right. In know? that respect, are we sort of saying that's down to fitness levels? Like, yeah, do I we d- expect the Liverpool to sort of blow it out their arse then after because they're playing a high pressing game. No, no. My, my my point is Liverpool are conditioned to play so, that high yeah, pressing yeah, game. That's what I mean. So like, yeah, Liverpool are, are much fitter than basically. I would think so. I would think so for that type of game. I'm not saying they're an unfit side, mm. Swansea. But if you play a certain, if you. If you have a certain approach and a certain style of play and then you, during one week, decide to change that and, and, and approach a, a specific game differently, Phil, which I think Swansea did with us, they decided to come and press us higher and, and, and put a counter-press, as people love saying. I've seen people putting up on Twitter it was because uh, Klopp was on Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, all the tactics, like, they knew what to do. Like a Premier League manager yeah. couldn't figure out maybe what yeah. to do without Klopp telling them on a Monday night. What, what's, um, what's my name? Philip. Uh, just wondering. Every time he says, "Is that right, Phil?" You've jumped in. <laughs> so, Ray, terrible. do you want my fucking name? Do you? Do you want my fucking name? Do you want my name? I don't want that. Do you want my fucking name? Do you? I don't want that to do with you. Is that right, is that right Phil? Yeah, when I was watching Monday Night Football, <laughs> fuck off, Ray. <laughs> Yeah. So, I, I am called Julio now. <laughs> so Julio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. In, in that sense, I think there was a good chance they were going to run our legs 
And and they did ultimately. Anyway, yeah. No, the thing was right. We don't know really in terms of conditioning wise whether that is what happened. Of course not. I'm just guessing. It looks like it was my opinion. It does look like it looks like that they put it so much effort into trying to press us and keep us in our own half. That when they started to, the, their energy levels still did start to dip, we started to find the space to operate in. Yeah. So there's also the bit that we, there was slight change in tactics in terms of how we were, how we were starting to set up in the second half. We were starting to get somebody in around with Henderson so that he always had an outball. Mm. Whereas in the first half, <coughs> Milan and, 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 and were a little bit too, further, too, too far yeah, forward. Yeah, so there was a much bigger yeah, gap. That he, well, not, I'm not saying much bigger gap, but there was a bigger gap for him to, for Henderson to try to get the balls away. So well, he had, he had angles. Yeah, he had angles. In the angles second half, he had off, angles yeah. to play. Exactly, and Milner started coming in and started supporting him as well to give him an angle from the fullback all the yeah. time. He wasn't as, as, as trying to be as far advanced up the pitch as as he was in the first half, and all those little things you those little things can suddenly change like the tempo in a game. Mm-hmm. Because I was saying to you first half, I said oh, I want to see Chan on with Henderson. Yeah. I take Wijnaldum off because he was completely invisible in that first half. Yeah, and then and I'll bring Chan on and leave and let Lallana and let let Henderson start. Let, let Henderson just go because yeah. they're going to expect him to sit and dictate. Let him go. And that'll start pulling their midfield all over the place. <coughs> like, and I think, again, it's fair to look at this and say, well, that doesn't look right. Klopp gets it right, though. Yeah. Klopp gets it right. He sticks to, he sticks to his guns, makes his own small tactical changes, and it turns around and, and he gets the win over. And, you know, we can only, you can only sit there and see the game and see what goes out. But that first half was as bad a first half as I can remember. And the second half was brilliant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My, the, the biggest bit of progression was last year, that first half would have carried into the second half. We would have gone 2-0 down and then when that team stopped playing, we would have then got into the game and would have been saying at the end of the game, oh, geez, you know, you know, we might have got one back and like, oh, there's progress there in the hold up. But there's actual real progress there. We were able to get ourselves, get ourselves together, get in a half time, make sure we weren't any more than one goal behind the half time, get a foothold in the game and then push on and win the match. And, yeah, and always, after we scored that first goal, it always looked like we were going to score again. It yeah. was just a matter of could we keep them out at the, at, at the yeah. back. Yeah, absolutely. And it was great to see what Klopp came out and said, you know, that ultimately, in his mind, it's not okay to feel sorry for yourself and say we're just having a bad week. You get out there and you change it second yeah. half and, and it's not accepted by him that we're just having an off day. Mm. There are no off days. Yeah. You, you, at any point in a match, have the ability to change the outcome of that match. I thought Lovren and Matip had a relatively poor 60 minutes or so. They did. And I'm including, I'm including the first half and also the last 15 minutes. Yeah. But I do think that boils down to how Swansea approached the game. Possibly. On both of them because they just want to get it and release it. But because Swansea pressed us in the areas in the middle of the park, they had no outball. So all of a sudden then they're getting yeah. squeezed by a centre forward and they're just getting rid of it then Good. For, for the sake of it. Your point around Lorente being lucky that, that Lorente <coughs> didn't start because it, it, possibly a bigger threat because I think we, we're, we were very lucky because we know now that coming up against the next few teams, long ball merchants like United and West Brom and whoever else we're playing, I can't remember. Who Southampton, playing. I think we have coming up but, as well. Maybe not so much Southampton, but the long ball merchants like West Brom and United, right? They, they are going to just try and bombard us, mm. right? And <clears throat> we've had good practice now. Klopp knows what he needs to work on in terms of the training ground. Yeah. I know on, on Periscope we mentioned Carrius, but again, <laughs> people here are jumping to conclusions after one game but if, if there was one thing that he had to work on one thing that Jeremy Dow told us in the summertime was that he'd have to work on his crossing and yeah. coming and, and being used to that type of game in England because it isn't the same type of crossing he's dealt with in, in the Bundesliga and that's where he was going to have yeah, to Yeah he did, he did say that and it, it's, it almost seemed and you're the goalkeeper in person but it almost seemed like he was more so than dropping the ball but worried of impact 
You know what I mean? Didn't want to get clattered. That's the feeling I got off him that he didn't want to go out. I was, I, I was, I was, I was, I was looking at him saying he's not afraid to come because I seen him in, in in training, like in preseason, and he was coming for everything. And how he ended up getting breaking his hand was because he came for something mm. and punched yeah. Lovren and the ball at the same time. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's it, again. There's a there's a level of. It's all right in pre-season, you're coming for everything and if you make a mistake, it doesn't make a difference, right? The there pressure, is that coming and not getting it. The pressure was the first game he played, he, was, he, he wasn't under pressure because no matter what, he was playing that game. That's his first one as he was tied down as Liverpool's number one. Yeah, right. because he plays the whole match and that's his first, that's his debut. It's, and it's a big thing. The second match is always the toughest one to follow up because you don't want to make a mistake because that's where it's going to be unforgivable. And you can see already our Gimpy fans are fucking going, let's get Mignolet back in, he's shy. Yeah, but that's let's get Mignolet. But at the same time, I think you, you should be allowed to say, I didn't think, I wasn't that impressed with him. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's not of course you can. But, I'm not, I'm not, but at the same time, I'd be... But I, I, I equated we it allow to, that sort of thing here, right? <laughs> I know what I meant. But right, right, I equated it to when Reina started playing for Liverpool at first and his first 10 games I remember Benitez coming out after his first 10 games and he has 10 games now to turn this thing around or I'm going to have to consider the goalkeeping position yeah. because he wasn't like that he was trying to get the, he was trying to get the grips with the English game the way the, the, the amount of crosses that come in when to comfort when to stay when to punch when to and Reina was able to sort it out the mark of a good goalkeeper is he figures out the guy at United yeah. Do you remember the four seasons yes. the guy was there? Yeah. Oh, he's hopeless across his flaps for everything. Won't doesn't know when to come, doesn't know when to stay. Really? All that like, t- I mean, he was oh, he was that poor. Was a stick. Oh, he was bashing United fans with over and over. Yeah. He was that bad. Like it wasn't. wasn't but there's, a, there's enough there to suggest that if once he has the backing and the support of the manager, and he keeps progressing and trying, and he gets more and more used to it, he has the ability to improve his game. And we do know that him his his game is better than Mignolet's but he does need a period of adaptation. The thing about it is is how at what point does it become a mental thing if the fans start getting on his back? Which would be just ludicrous. But we do have a complete nutshell about a bag of fans who will jump all over. Or a, a, a section a section of Twitter brigade rather than people that go to game. But you would hope but, you, would but hope. you see you see him when he tweeted out after the game with great three points or whatever and you look at the replies that he's getting back. Learn how to deal with crosses. Learn how to deal with crosses. Fuck, like, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. only said it once, Phil, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault they got 22,000 retweets. <laughs> I only said it once and I was straight back onto Lucas. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk to a couple of friends one the weekend. Like, I, I don't know what Karius was like in Germany. I've heard this story that he's not good on crosses. Okay, if he's not, he has to develop that side of his game. But could this be a coaching issue again? Like This thing has crept up numerous times. Question of Akdeberg's coaching. Like every keeper we've had for the last how many years has regressed. You know, I'd hate to think that we've just signed a, a quality keeper and he's gonna have he's gonna start regressing. But if that was the case, then like Akdeberg wasn't there when Reina signed for the club and he was brutal on crosses. When Grobbler signed for the club, he was brutal on crosses. David James was brutal. We just don't like goalkeepers who go to crosses. <laughs> so we just need to accept that that's well, the Liverpool. Listen, we also have to realise it's. There's a lot of keepers aren't good on crosses these yeah. days, and well, it's, maybe this was just one by game. Exactly, but that's the other, that's the other thing. Oh, I'm just slagging him off because I did. I wasn't in because you just wanted to slag him off. No, but that's just because you wanted to slag him to be shit, and he's going to be shit at crosses. I thought he had a bit of a poor game there the weekend, and I'm hoping that was just the only thing. But, but you know what the big difference is, right? Where when Mignolet was shit, he always cost us points. Mm. We won that match. Yeah. There's a thing that people need to realize as well. Some goalkeepers are quite lucky, mm. so even when they're playing yeah. crap, they still win matches. Yeah, and also. No matter what you say, when the ball goes back to him at his feet, you're not you're not He's panicking. calm as you like. You're not panicking. You're not thinking yourself, Jesus, his next touch could be a tackle, mm. or it could be under his yeah. foot or anything like that. Like, do you know what I mean? His he had one he had one where he got it into feet and he 
punted it straight to a Swansea player in the sec no in the first half I think it was um, but other than that his kicking was, was spot on um, listen it's a bit of perspective needed like any new player the fella's played two Premier League games um, yeah he had a couple of shaky moments in the match but for me he's absolutely fine he'll, he'll be fine and a bit of support there is, is not a question needed. there is not a question he should even be dropped considered to be dropped not. for the Man United game as some no. people are saying put Mignolet back in for the United no, game it's, re- it's ridiculous and Klopp's not going to do it what would that do to a, a keeper that exactly. you've just signed exactly. it's, you know, had he cost us a couple of goals fair enough the, the conversation might be different but he didn't and you know it is what it is. So and on top of that, he's too good looking to drop. <laughs> Plus, you, you have to remember, and this will sort of give us a segue into into the talking about the back four on the day. He has two fellas in front of him that haven't played a lot of games together either. You know, Matchup and Lovren have played what three, four games together yeah. maximum, yeah. Um, and and even at that, like Lovren's got a knock at the moment. I wouldn't be that upset to see Clavin and Matchup play against Man United because for me, when Hull tried to play. A game up to the up to the big man up front or to their solitary striker. I thought Clavin was really really impressive in how physical he was. He learned from the, the he, what he, game was it where the, against Burnley? Yeah, yeah, he had a mare. Yeah, but he got in and he he got in and he fucking for he was first to everything in that mm-hmm. whole match. Yeah. And you would you would fancy him again if he has to come in for Lovren. Mm-hmm. It's not we're not in a situation whereby you're going oh Jesus Christ yeah, who 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 do we br- yeah who do we bring in here? It wouldn't actually bother me. Client. Had a, a decent game again. Go, well, he, he was man of the match, actually. He didn't just have a decent <laughs> game. He, he he added a huge amount going forward mm. to his normal reliable um, uh, position or or performance, should I say. And Milner, again, at left back, he scores as coolly like a penalty. And I, I, think, <laughs> I think the back four had an okay game. They were, as we said, you know, you, you look at Lovren, you look I at... I thought Klein was a fall for the first goal. Well, he was a fault for the and first for, goal. And for me, you know, for Klein and for me, you know, for me are the two that are fault for the first goal. Because whatever about Klein, Klein backs off, doesn't attack the ball that's coming in, right, and, and gets caught underneath it. But for me, you know, it was looking and can go and attack that, really attack the zone. I know they're all going on about zone remark. I've no issue with zone remark, and it's ridiculous. It's like, oh, well, at least if a goal goes in, man to man, I know who to blame. Yeah. Well, it's, the ball has gone it's, in. It's, you know it's not about who to blame. It's, it's like almost <laughs> if Samuel Mark was right, like how did Brett Fucker scored from corners years ago when there was no such thing? As well, Samuel no Mark. one ever says. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it, it, people score goals from pe- corners regardless. When Dan Mark and exactly, yeah. fault for a goal. No exactly. If you're at fault, you're you know at fault. I mean? Exactly, and but so, people love blaming the system. The biggest, you know? the biggest issue for me, I can see that ball coming across, and he can go on a beeline to go and attack it. <coughs> Instead, he steps off and sort of doesn't really go and attack. And in, in, in his own defence, if that's his zone. He has to go and murder that ball. You're not care- you don't care about the man at all. You're going to murder the ball in the zone. If he does that, he puts the header off and the head. The goal <laughs> Look at you, man, Mark in the box and they score. It's still a fucking goal again. Oh, no, it's not happening. No, but you, know, you, you never hear people, people. People just don't don't like not being out the finger at yeah. someone like and say it's that one's fault. You know. Yeah, but you never hear people saying that man marking is shite. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's never you. That's never an excuse. People say zone marking is terrible. Lovren got blamed then. Yeah, space over. space never scored a goal. Yeah. Fuck space off. made one though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or hidden assists. Hidden assists. Um, okay. Well, I've just got to say one thing about corners. And I noticed this crazy. Like, what has ever happened to putting defenders on the post? Like, like I watched Leicester concede three fucking corner kicks against United. All could, three could have been stopped with someone on the post. Nobody mm. on the post at all. Like we have Klein picking up someone at the back stick. Klein's probably one of our smallest defenders. I, I don't know. I, I will be. Still, kind of old skill where I'd say at least have one man on the post or two men on the post. We never, we never had two on the post. Now we had one on the post, and one on the hole. Uh, who did? Me and you. 
That's because I was all going to the You didn't need one on the first day. You were man marking. He was to send you around the head His head took up the six yard box. He had to get a long range Benny McCarthy had to score against him. Bill never could see it. We had just filled the whole goal. But as you said, Klein probably is at fault for that goal. But I don't think. I think, you know, one of the big problems we have, and it's something that annoys me personally, is that one mistake from a player determines people's view of their whole 90 minutes. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Klein is at fault. Mm. But if you assess his other 89 minutes or other 93 minutes, whatever Still we actually sure. played, he had a very good game. I'm not talking about Milner here. <laughs> but I, I'm, and I'm what just was the Milner there? That was the left back. That was the left back <laughs> part of the pitch. He's just saying like Klein's at fault there. Okay, he's got beaten in it. In a 50-50 header, like, you know, I'm like, saying for me, no, nobody's reacted. Nobody's no, but the, reacted. This no. what I'm saying. The, 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 for me, Klein should do better on the header, right? But for me, I was the one that should have should have won the ball, yeah. and then Lovren falls over. Yeah, and then that's it. <coughs> and that's yeah. Matt Coyne steps out without doing that either. He doesn't see what's going on behind him. I don't know who's playing. Who's but you know what, right? You're always going to concede. Happen, like no? it's it's just because we tend to concede lots of goals recently from corners and stuff like that. So it's just. I, I have to say, it's a, it's really annoying me though. There's a, already there's a media thing about you know it was like sound American. Yeah, no, but and they've already Liverpool conceding that. Sound American. Oh yeah, no, it's seen. We it's, it's our weakness. Yeah, yeah, the media have it as our weakness. Yeah, but the best thing is he's as Klopp is as stubborn as, as Benitez. Benitez used to just fucking ignore all that shit until yeah. until he lost the plot in his last season. Klopp's not going to change his. Philosophy on how the game should be played because some journalists decide yeah. to say X, Y, Z about him. Oh, so right. he's not Roy Hodgson. No, he, he just know Mourinho's going to play seven wingers. Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whip it in, whip it in, whip it in. Yeah, well, not so much clock changing things, but you, you know, if it's constantly on, you want the hope that the players' mindset doesn't change. They read papers and they think if it's on it all the time, you don't want that sort of. Not a fear, but uh, an anticipation of bollocks here's a set piece again, and we, we had that last. You know that myth existed last season, mm. and we started like I, I, t- I don't think we conceded a goal from set piece for about four <coughs> months. Yeah. Was, every time a set piece happened, Liverpool are weak in set pieces. Mm. Yeah, so. it's it's a, it's an easy it's an easy Stay commentary that's gone on for forty it? years. Yeah, um, and like that, Klopp has a strength of character that isn't going to see him yeah. bend on that. Um, middle of the park. I suppose we it was changed up very early on because we had Lalana with the injury mm. and Coutinho. As many people and and some of us in here have said, we wanted to see maybe Coutinho playing in that position. Not that Lalana, Jesus, Lalana has probably been our standout performer this season, but it's just to see could Coutinho do that job if for any reason Lalana had an injury or had a dip in form, whatever it might be. I think he's proven as we, as we saw in thirteen fourteen, he can do that job. Mm. He came in there and played More very, than yeah, yeah. He came okay. in and played very very well and and probably has a little bit more responsibility when in that position and therefore doesn't try to take people on as much. I think he's better there. He lost the ball less mm. in that position because he wasn't trying that extra he's little... He's not trying to force back. it. He's not trying yeah. to force it when he he's in the there. ball back quite a bit. Then yeah, the absolutely. Now. Absolutely. So, yet again, I, I suppose him and Lalana probably fall into the category whereby both of them could do a plane there yeah. in the same match. If you know what I mean. In the Lalana position? Yeah. Coutinho in the Lallana, and we put Firmino into the Casino position. Lalino was <laughs> the, the Lalino position. <laughs> you were saying he, he reminds you of Janino. He does, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, all Brazil- aren't all Brazilians the same? <laughs> um, not, yeah. if you're, not if you're Janino free kick cheat. Well, he is the cheat mode Janino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, he he does. I I was just watching. Um, I was just watching uh, some something on Twitter or something online there, and I was just watching the way Janino used to move his body. And his low center of gravity, and um, did you start doing a helicopter afterwards? Yeah, 
But I watched the way he moved his body and his low centre of gravity and the way he could get by opposition. <laughs> by wiggling his bum? No, no, it's just it was just the way he played and Coutinho reminds me. He reminds me a lot of Coutinho. Okay. You so know? Did you watch Coutinho now for his movement as well? I have, yeah, I've watched Coutinho's movement quite a lot. Yeah. With interest. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, this has turned to weird homoeroticism. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we had Henderson, Wijnaldum. I, I was worried. I don't know what you felt, Ray. Um, and it seems like I'm speaking a lot tonight, so I'm going to try and erase that if we can. Um, <laughs> it actually doesn't the last few weeks, but but I felt Wijnaldum was nearly back to... He regressed in this game. Yeah, I thought... For, for me. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Ray. <laughs> Sorry, Julio. What was? I'm getting ready. As soon as you said Ray, you could see him. <laughs> so, Julio, Julio, give us your, give us your thoughts on yes, that. Yes, I think you've played very well. No, um, I, <laughs> I don't Julio has a weird accent. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know about Wijnaldum. Yeah, I'm not on the Wijnaldum train. No, at all. me neither. Me neither. I, I, I admitted that he'd had better games the last couple of games, which he did. That was for start. I don't, I, like when he's on the pit, he just doesn't look like a footballer to me for a start, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know about him not looking like a footballer, but I don't think he suits that position. He still I, doesn't I, look I like just, somebody that wants I, to really get in and mix it. No, but I think I, 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 I think it's what he offers, and a lot of people miss this. He tends to make that deep run. Is it because we're not as intelligent as you, then? Probably what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, why, that's why I haven't been is on he, so long. I'm sick educate us, Damo. He makes the deep run. And yeah. We don't break the lines. And that's why we could never break teams down. And we always struggle to break teams that have we the were low too rigid. block. Have the low block. Teams that come and park the fucking bus, we could never yeah. break them down because we're too fucking worried about going sideways and keeping possession of the ball. If you notice... He makes so many off the ball runs that are deep. They drags players out of position. Yeah. And like it's it's a thankless job because a lot of people don't see it. But he makes them runs and he creates mm. space for others. Yeah. That that's allowing the the, the freedom for Lalan and well, they're Mane. Well, I'm glad you that's pointed that out. You know, yeah. like that's what he offers, Steph. You know, but if he's, is he going to is mix that it enough? Up? Is it is that enough though, Demo? That's the question. I I appreciate what you're saying from a from a, an offensive point of view. He does make those deep runs and he does, um, as you say, pull players out of yeah. position. But is that enough when you're in a game like the match against Swansea on Saturday? Yeah. That wasn't needed in the first half. Somebody else in alongside Henderson to give that outlet to the centre-halves and to actually mix it a little bit more and not but let the, them the, have the, the strong the, hold. The, it, it's kind of easy saying on hindsight now because we've seen what Swansea have done to us. They've pressed us. But normally you would have went and played against Swansea and you would have fucking sat back. Where you would have needed them type of runs. And we've kind of reacted to it at half time. No, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. And what I'm saying is, is it Wijnaldum's game intelligence to say, okay, that's not needed in this game right now. What's actually needed, or whoever's game intelligence, to say, actually, we need, we need you to do a different job right now. I, I would actually say it's not even game intelligence. I just don't think he has that in his locker to change it. Mm. No, that's not a worry. It, it's not a worry, but that's what you've got with our players in the team. Well, I don't think he's in favour. I go back to it. If you're in, if you're in, you mean like a box to box central midfielder? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's my biggest worry about. Him. I know what you're saying. Like he he was he was seen as an attacking midfielder or a forward or whatever it is, yeah, right? Well, and and I can understand yeah. when when you see him up the top end of the pitch like that, great, right? Yeah. But when Henderson is getting pressed by two lads or whatever, and he's not being able to get in and give an out ball or give an option there in the centre midfield where you need him as well because he needs to do both in the position yeah. that he's playing in. That's where I t- that's where I find he's falling. But, but like all players have 
that their own quirks that, that yeah. they can do and they yeah. can't do you know yeah. and if, if they can't do a certain role that's what to the manager then to take him out and put someone in that can do so the role so does that make him a, a prime candidate for the La Lino role as well <laughs> well it'll be interesting to see what you do in the La Lino role like you know what I mean if you have, if you have Chan and Henderson mm. and then Wijnaldum in front of them he is given enough protection to those two and being well, part I think, of that But I three. think that will be very interesting midfield against United. Because if, especially with Lallana isn't fit to play, let's say, right? Yeah. Now, he's got a couple of weeks to like, get fit and if he is, then Lallana starts for me yeah. right? because he's been playing so well. Yeah. But if he's not fit, I would be interested to see that Chan Henderson and Wijnaldum midfield and have him to go and do whatever he wants and, and let the other two then, instead of, instead of one sitting off, You've got two who can alternate between sitting off. So it just doesn't allow the United midfield to get up, push up and start to figure out who's my, doing what. My worry with that, and I don't know if you agree, Ray, is the job that Coutinho just did at the weekend and Alana has done before has been such a yard dog, as well as being on the ball and, and constructive and, and, and really sort of a, a great passing game. They've been yard dogs in terms of getting back, winning the ball, getting themselves around the pitch. That's the bit that I don't see Wijnaldum having in his game. I don't see that in his locker at all. At any point, in any position he's played. Dano's pointing stuff out to me there in Wijnaldum that I, I, I don't know. I still don't know what he is yet. I'm still not able to sort of point a finger of blame and say he he was shit, he was thing. By him not doing that and is my... Or not me not noticing him doing that yeah. is my biggest criticism of him, if you know what I mean. But yeah. actually, he can be invisible. Saying, yeah, without freaking saying the fucking agent when you tell him, how did he do that? Or you should have done this. I, I haven't blamed him on that, but I still don't know what he's bringing to the table. Admittedly, yeah. sometimes what you need to do, and it's, we don't have time to do it when everybody has a life as well. Sometimes you need to go back and look at a game yeah. again when you know the result. When you, no, when, I'm saying loads complimenting on him, so maybe yeah. I'm just looking at it the wrong way. There's demo picking out stuff that I haven't noticed about. We're just talking about me personally. Yeah, I, if you went back and looked at a half of football and just concentrated on him yeah. and what he's doing yeah. you might see benefits to his game yeah. that maybe you didn't exactly. pick up in a lot because a live match is different there's the emotion of it and you're you're on edge as to what's and going to happen really you know a game I don't know who they're playing in midfield is is like you know they keep on they keep in. on switching it around it's been Fellaini Carrick Herrera um, Schneiderlin paid ninety million for as well Pogba yeah, Schneid- yeah. well Schneiderlin hasn't really got a look in has he in the last few games but. Like it was Herrera, it was Herrera and Pogba. I'd, I'd like Chan in for like you know for if if an stop the dab. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now with fuck Pogba, he's being septic. <laughs> fuck him. Um, yeah, you know, he's you just now he's going to fucking yeah, torn up now, don't you? Stevie G, that's all yeah. he is, you know. Um, well, he's going to show up now, you think? Because some prick on the left and day trip with Pogs in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can imagine Mourinho walks in the day before the match, but there's your team talk right there. Ray Brady thinks you're a cunt. Here we go. I didn't say that. Jose will he'll load that midfield though oh yeah yeah. you, you have to he's expect prick, he's going to do it he, he, he's happy to come away from Anfield with a point and then I would agree with you what you're saying I wouldn't fancy him in that midfield then yeah they load it and they go for a scrap I don't yeah. fancy him in that yeah I would fancy Lallana over Wijnaldum in a scrap in a scrappy game, all because he's snidey. We've said it a few times. Yeah. The land is a snidey little bastard, and and you need that niggle in those That's games. That's why Ivanovic stood on twice. Mm. But you know what he does? He get he, he gets he in. Does, he doesn't, doesn't give you a minute either. No, he can run all day. Yeah, you know? and he's been playing very well. Yeah, he's been exceptional. Us slacking cunts, we you know we haven't had. We've said about yeah. Jesus, I'm eating humble pie left, right, and happy to, and happy to, absolutely. And we had our, we, no you know, obviously the, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously early on changes were made. Storage came on, 
So we had Mane, Firmino and Sturridge as the, as the front three. Phil, what did you pick up on Sturridge's game? Still can't sprint. <laughs> <laughs> didn't need. Didn't need to, but he didn't score. <laughs> I thought he had a good game. I don't... I mean, a good second half. A good second half. Yeah. That was much no one had a good first yeah, half. No one had a good, no one had a good first half. So individuals in the no, half. like uh, Again, we, we talked about storage before. I think it's going to be interesting to see how he is now going to progress in this team in terms of is he going to be a goal scorer? Because everyone's assuming storage is going to score 20 goals a season for you. Mm. He's gone but seven I games without a goal now. I don't he? see... Yeah, I don't see him scoring 20 goals this season. In the, Have you got uh, many uh, chances? No. Game, CCC? Huh? <laughs> Triple C. CQ. He's definitely that? below the XG for this, oh, this okay, season. So. Um, <laughs> I don't think he did have many clear-cut no. chances, to be honest with you, right? I still fancy him. That's, that's why I didn't want to say it before. So I was wondering, well, about that one where he yeah. fucking... But you still fancy him if he does... Oh, if given... The, given and you put, put him ahead of a few, few others in the team over there. I think the balls across the box in the second half weren't actually the best, mm-hmm. even though like there was times when we could have done a lot better with yeah. the with the quality of ball yeah, in that final ball. <laughs> I wanted to say that that very last... The final, final ball there. Yeah. Hopefully it'll come. Yeah. You know, that's what, if that clicks, Jesus Christ, we're in, mm. we're in business. But do you think like, you know, we're so, like for me anyway, the, the more the season's going, as soon as Coutinho disappears out of that, that top three in terms of dropping back in to support yeah. the midfield, right? Firmino becomes a much more, a much bigger influence on the game. And I, I don't think Firmino and Coutinho are, uh, operate well at all in, in that, as, as part of that front three. I really don't. I just don't when, see it. When in together, you mean? Yeah. You mean the, uh, I think is it's it the, one or the other. In, in, I think it's one or the other in, in the top three. If you want to play the two of them lo- in the three, you but, have Yeah, we, you, but you we, lose, we lose something because you, you're not going to lose Mane because of what he brings. Right? Yeah. And he comes, he comes from the right an awful lot and yeah. right, to go central or he goes wide, right? Coutinho and Firmino both like to start left and come in. Yeah. It's Firmino's natural thing is to drift in from the left. A bit like Suarez used to do, right? Yeah, yeah. And Coutinho wants to do that and come in centrally. I just think they don't gel well despite them being mates and everything like that I don't think they gel well on the pitch and I think we looked a lot better when Firmino had when Sturridge had come on and Firmino was more naturally pushed out to, to occupy the space where Coutinho would normally have been mm. Yeah, and it, we got more of them sure he got the, the, the first goal and then he gets the, the penalty for the second goal yeah 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 no absolutely no he's had it Firmino's had a good game there's no Good no question. Half. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, so let's let's just start the yeah, game but, at forty five yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but like lads, what other year have we? Like, Had those options? Totally, these options, yeah, fucking ridiculously. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, a great debate. Right, it's it's it's, God, a great, like it's it's great to be able to say this yeah. rather than just saying he's shit and we've no one else to go in there. Yeah, yeah, like, we've been only sitting there saying, okay, David Thompson's coming in this week, <laughs> lads, because uh, because out. That's Thomas. Thomas <laughs> a friend of ours. Why are you knocking Tomo? Because I am, right? Why? Because I am. But there's no need for it. It's a low blow. It's not a low block, it's a low blow. <laughs> I'm not coming on again for nine months. <laughs> you weren't anyway. You weren't anyway. You weren't even ready to come in tonight. You, just, you, lost, you got lost. <laughs> just saw him driving by with three paddy power dockets fucking them out the window. <laughs> fucking Cora! Um, so yeah, we, we, we saw the difference. We have a little bit of a break now between... This and the the international break is shite, isn't it? I can't believe it's another international break. It's ridiculous. I don't know who's playing, and I don't care. Yeah, yeah, no, it is terrible. Like, the, there's no need for it to be a month ago. Why not just have two yeah. weeks now yeah, just or two weeks then and get three or four games? games. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, in two weeks, yeah. My, my, get them all I'm a firm believer. December the fourth to December thirty fourth should be a four week international window. 
and June the 1st to June the 30th should be a four week international window yeah. and that's it there's no yeah. other international well, windows through the season people will hate you could do January but the thing is Christmas is so so football driven in the UK it'll never work but I know what you're saying in terms of having a block of just games there you go you get all your team either fit or unfit in that time mm. you get to work with them for a month Everybody's on the same page. Play all your games and then move on and do it again. Go, go, go back to standard in international football. If yeah. you ask me, if players were yeah. go, back, go back to the old fucking days when they went out on a Saturday, played on a Wednesday, and come back and played the following Saturday. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah. There we go. There we are. Fixing, fixing FIFA's problems. Yeah. <laughs> tweet them there. Tell them we have it nailed. We'll periscope <laughs> them the solution. Didn't tweet? FIFA told us the other day that they'd solved racism. Do you remember? Well, clearly they ended they didn't. kick racism out of football. Right. And then, the, and then the very next day, fixed. someone threw bananas onto the pitch in Russia. Yeah, but now it's fixed. Nailed. <laughs> yeah. it's fixed. No, 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 no. That's not racism. Yeah. That was a pre-game snack. <laughs> <laughs> like basically, the World Cups in Russia, is it? Yeah. Fuck that. Right, yeah. lads, we're done. Well yeah. done. Great Why job. Great I, job. I literally would not go there for free. No. No. Like it's nothing to do with Russia, but Nobody I would not be. No, no, no. I'd actually like <laughs> I to. I don't think you're going to. I'd like to listenership here. No, no, no. But I would like to go <laughs> to. I, would <laughs> <love> to <laughs> I wouldn't mess around with Russia. Though. No, that's I would love to go to Russia. Yeah, but I think they're all sound lads. Just in case. No, I would like to go to Russia, but yeah. not at, for football. Putin. Yeah. The, the football the side. The football side of Ukraine <laughs> and Russia is just different ball game. Mm. You know, I wouldn't want to be near no. it. Not if there was a fucking Champions League final and we were in it. Would I? Well, would I? Irish, they love us. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere loves us. We sing lullabies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, the lucky leprechauns. Forty-two Irish lads are being bashed on the train today. They're really, they're GoPro strapped to him. That's how much they love killing yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> no, nuts. Yeah, no, no, no. no that one, racism is solved according to yeah, FIFA. Yeah. So that's that's grand. Well done, FIFA. Let's hope yeah. they move on. They said they're moving on to Syria next. Yeah, solved. <laughs> they're heading in. Job done. Yeah. Bombs all over the yeah. shop, going off behind them. Yeah. Job done. Well yeah. done lads. No more war there. But someone, <laughs> someone just blew that building up. Yeah. No more war, I said. That's not a war. That was a gas explosion. <laughs> With the planes. Yep. Someone left the immersion on. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so we've united next. Um, well, should we have to talk about that next week? Uh, do we? Hello, this is Ronnie Wheeler there, and you're listening to Tripper Chats. Unbelievable stuff. Right. Uh, okay, I'm going to bring the first one to Damo. And um, I'm going to ask you. Do, 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 do. Where are we now? Sorry about this periscope. We're just trying to get our shit together. Here's the, the fuck here's demo. Uh, he says, with Europe, uh, this is from Sam Elliott, and he says, with Europe losing the Ryder Cup and Paul Tompkins reading an article, how close is Andy Young to performing a mass genocide? <laughs> Poor old Andy, you went on a bit of a Twitter rant. Yeah, um, I didn't see it. Cause yeah, just... he, he, he was fairly involved in that. He's become a full golf wanker now. Yeah. And, um, Changed his profile to the golfing picture. Yeah, I, I, I bet you, he, if he hasn't, he'll have like... Yeah, no, he did. He did, did he? Yeah. He already did it. But he already has, he's always been a golfing picture. No, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. That's because he's a PGA pro, so... Yeah, yeah. He hasn't always been a golf wanker. He's always been a wanker to play golf. Now he's a golf wanker. So there's a difference. He's hoping to make the next round. So, so Phil, how close are you to genocide? Am I to genocide? No, to, well, you're always close to genocide. <laughs> in fairness, I just how, need the weapons. How close? Uh, <laughs> how close is Andy? He he seemed to get into that one with Paul Tompkins and then bailed on it. I do. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know much talk about bailed on. I'm no co-player playing here soon, but anyway, um, <laughs> the <laughs> don't ask. 
I don't know. Check on here. Just. Fuck this. What's the best cheese for a toasted sandwich? Oh, Phil's passionate about this. I like. I actually like Parmesan cheese. This is from Jeremy Wimberg. You like Parmesan cheese yeah, on the toasted it's, cheese it's, sandwich? It's slightly longer to melt. Oh, right. It has to be a good cheddar. Okay. Good cheddar. But, but like I've come across that ones with the with the chili and the cheddar. Have you seen yeah. That? Yeah. Oh, yes. Diablo. Yes. The Diablo. Yes. It's, uh, mm. it's super. Super Queen used to do an uh, oak smoked cheddar. And yeah. You want something that, Do you know what you find with Some of the cheddars Is they melt And they just vanish So you know You, you put you it in oil. Yeah and you, you you take it out And you think Oh it's lovely You can see it dripping out of the side And holding it And think it's a lovely Melted cheese <laughs> Cut open a sandwich God just like both <laughs> and it's like just two slices of bread and it's like where's the cheese gone I don't really yeah, like yeah the cheese that you thought is gone then suddenly appears yeah. on your chin with yeah. the, <laughs> the lip on yeah. the box <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then you look for the cheese and it's gone again that noise you haven't made since yeah. for three years yeah. <laughs> it hits you on the outside of the throat yeah. as it swings yeah. down yeah. from your neck yeah. <laughs> that's known as pizza born as well <laughs> okay Tom McMahon asks would you rather have a missing finger or an extra finger <laughs> depends what you're doing you can never have, you can never have enough fingers or one finger to a missing finger unless someone can point me in the right direction well we can't with it you went that away yeah. <laughs> well see with, with a missing finger you'll actually be able to get gloves handy enough with an extra handy finger enough, yeah. Yeah. But with an with an extra finger, it'd be a it'd be a bastard to get them. So, extra extra finger, extra finger, mittens. If you have an extra finger, feels a mittens man. Red, open the, door. Box, the boxing glove on red mystic <laughs> you don't want the trend of mittens that goes up so you don't lose it <laughs> <laughs> string our jacket lose me mittens I'm glad I didn't bring more in now <laughs> I didn't like look, look a right prick <laughs> I didn't wear them let's go <laughs> as he tries to hide them down the back of his jacket I'm your hanger <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> with your scarf you know the little bit that you put onto the, onto the hanger Yeah. you can tread the tread through there as well so you can keep your scarf and your mittens all in one go that's right okay next question is from Red Mysterio and he asks in a fight to the death between all major footballing podcasts who ends up victorious all major football all major footballing podcasts now we can narrow it down to LFC related ones because obviously there's too many to get into with all of them so Liverpool related podcasts who comes out victorious well like we have some proper psychos yeah yeah like you <laughs> and Ray in his, in his full on Nazi jacket tonight neo Nazi jacket he's wearing he's and let's be honest look at the size of Damo's head he hits anybody yeah, he loves everyone gets, everyone gets loved so are we Just backing ourselves us. well I'll be backing us are we backing ourselves? Yeah, well, yeah us. Yeah. Okay, it's us. If you go into one thinking you're going to lose your bollocks anyway, so yeah. we'll fucking well, take, take out a few cunts on the way. Well, Jay Home going around wedging people. Yeah. yeah, we sent him in windmilling. Yeah. And like Dave Thomas... Wait, hang on, wait, wait, windmill. Oh, I'm the... Helicopter. No, I helicopter. He goes the windmill. I go in windmill. I go in with the helicopter. He goes in with the windmill. Well, let's be clear about this LFC only because them West Ham fellas are mad bastards. But we've also got the undead in our side. We, yeah. can bring, we can bring Trev in at times Trev. you know like, you know, like Lord of the Rings the oh. army the dead <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone Trev <laughs> Trev come in and yeah. start cleaning house yeah. fair enough <laughs> 
Trev. Trev. Oh, we see Trev all the time. There he is. Okay. Kieran Palmer asks, Milner match winner. I can only imagine everybody in the bunker is happy about it. <laughs> now let's switch over to our boy Phil here um, thoughts on it Phil come on you have to be at the point whereby you're accepting he's playing well in his position at the moment you have to be yeah, yeah, from, a, yeah, from, yeah. A, from an objective point of view I can appreciate that you can continue to hate him that's fine. That's your own decision. <laughs> I think he's doing very well. <laughs> I, I really, really like him. I think he's a great option at left back. I wouldn't drop him ever. We have to be honest. He, he is Ray. Yeah, he is playing. How could you fault him? You yeah. Can't, no matter what then slagging you get. No, that's. And I'm going to say when you say when you say how could you fault him? That's not to say he's not without mistakes in matches. But as is every single player. He makes mistakes. He, he made mistakes in, in the game, you know, against Hull. He made them against Swansea. He'll continue to make them, as will every other player on the pitch. You want to hear, so, you want to hear what I call him when he, when he fucking pulled that ball back that time instead of shooting? Oh, I know, oh, I know, I know. But that's not a mistake. That's not a mistake that's going to cost you in the moment. That's a that's just a what, he's, he's, he chose. He's much more than the grafter I thought he was. Yes, that's what I'm seeing at this point. <laughs> I tell you, left, left back compared to him when he was. As, 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 I tell you what, the one thing I've noticed out from this year, and I am his biggest critic because I hate him. Um, <laughs> but like well, I do I hate him I think he's but he's stopped falling over as much as he did last year mm. he has yeah. stopped falling over as yeah, much it's as new boots he said yeah. yeah, he said he's got them counterbalanced yeah. so he has a massive weight in the heel <laughs> and, the boots, he, yeah. and it keeps him upright <laughs> yeah. just hanging out the back of his yeah. shorts yeah he's a 15 <laughs> he's a 15 kilo <laughs> bar just, just hanging off the back because okay okay so he a rail on the new stand like one of those cameras that comes out that's him now he just has a rope no, but in fairness, because he's learned how to keep his balance, he's been he's been very effective for us. Yeah, no, I mean, I, as much as I hate him in the whole lot, like you have to turn around, even if you hate the player, and say the fella is doing well and he's performing well. And I will say one thing from at this moment in time, there's not a player in the world that I'd want standing over a penalty more than him. He he's just, just looks fucking cool. cool as cool, cool as, as you like, isn't yeah. he? Now he's going to miss one against you know. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when yeah. I come back in here, you know, that fucker should never take a penalty. Again. <laughs> he shouldn't even be near the ground <laughs> if we can't get him out. It's set up, isn't it? Um, okay, next one. A favourite Liverpool away kit. That comes from Darren Dunbar. Ray? The white Hitachi. The white Hitachi. Yeah. Demo? Uh, yeah, I like that one. Probably the yellow crown paints. Yellow crown paints. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh. Phil? I like, I, I like, remember the one, the, the Bellamy Golf Club one? Yeah. The, the white, the yeah, white the with check. the green, the green with the, one with the green, yeah, 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 not the green white check. That was the ninety four. Oh, yeah. No, it's the white with the green. Half and half, yeah. 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 yeah, that green one. That yeah. always brings back fond memories of that year. Yeah, it was a good year. Yeah, it was a good year. Yeah. Yeah. Me playing golf in the works like mm. ah, good times. Yeah. Good time. What did you think of the Sports City game? I didn't watch it. Did you not? No. What do you think of the result? I thought it was shocking. Thought sports. Same people. Sports pressed the ballot album and they didn't like it. At all, no. he, he did not like it. See, he didn't. That, that's all down to Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, of course. He, he found he it out. He listened to Klopp the week before. Celtic can make and get at City like that. Then Brendan Rodgers, football genius. He was listening to Klopp on the Monday night. Yeah, taking notes. Rodgers for England. Yeah, get on that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk he, about he that keep, for a minute. He keep Glenn Johnson in the squad. Allardyce, Sam Allardyce, thoughts. <laughs> Do you know what? That was the biggest letdown of, a, of a, an expose ever. If they, at the end of the week, the biggest thing was that Harry Redknapp said something dodgy. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Like, you didn't need to do a whole expose, but like, the Allardyce thing is just, what an idiot. Yeah. Dream job. 
Yeah, in it. It wasn't like that. He, this happened before he took over or whatever like that. He's in the job and he goes out and he's doing a mate a favour by saying how to get how to be bent, basically. Yeah. It's ridiculous. If, if ever there was something like you say, dream job, but he's the English, you have to be fucking as clean as a fucking whistle. And it, the money is on, it, that just shows it, it was in building him. Yeah. For him yeah. to not have a restraint that he was in the England job, but this came so naturally to him to go meet someone and advise them how to get down. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? As if anyone else wouldn't have a filter, say, Jesus, I can't do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm England manager now. No, I would sit there happily slag off the ex England manager. But did he really have a? Did he really have it? To be fair, if he wasn't a football manager, he'd be down selling fucking buckets of mackerel in Billingsgate or something. <laughs> yeah. He'd be gone off mackerel and he'd be banging a new f- f- smell well, onto fairness, it. You know what I mean? Wasn't was, was, was the, be- was the best bit? Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> morning, ladies. The, the, the best bit was the point of wine. Yeah, the point, the point of wine. The point of wine. I was like, oh, this is immense. Yeah. That nearly made up for everything else he yeah. did. Point to the Chardonnay, to me, please. To me, it was like, do whatever you want. Listen, it's torn to my stomach, though. Well, a point of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give, give it a bash. I'd give it a bash. Imagine the hard one after a point of wine. How much money do you fucking want? Like, seriously, why, why, why? He's had to get trillions for fucking being England manager, and he's still looking for a little fucking soy down. Because that's what it is. It's Point of wine isn't cheap. It's inbuilt. It's built into his... Have you seen how much a glass of wine is when you go... You're points of you fuck, I'm smashed. You need 400 grand just for that drinks bill. I just sit now and it's your turn of our round. What are you having, Sam? Point point of wine, wine. <laughs> what I'll, be, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting in Aphrodite's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sam. Yeah. I don't go to Aphrodite's, just go to the pig and win. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, but you the know. Pen, the pen and wig. and win. Pig and win. That's the VIP lounge. That's, the, that's next door. The pig and wine is near the is near the pen and wig. <laughs> but I genuinely could you imagine? You can see him sitting there with the with the wine list, bottle, glass. What's the point? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean? What's the point? The beers at the back. No, no. So much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got that in draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and weather spills out. They have like the, the wine and the, like, yeah, the, yeah, the shooting going. The tap on the table. Yeah. It's actually inbuilt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only sitting at the. I'm only yeah. sitting at the table with the tap for the wine. <laughs> He's some boy. Um, yeah. So who do we reckon is next up for the? Pretty England job. Well, Southgate isn't he? Pardew. Pardew, look. Yeah. He's, he's another, but he's another six monther, isn't he? Like exactly, he, yeah, he's just a typical prick that, that, that you always were. <laughs> it's not England, do. Who's the last good, like, <laughs> who's the last manager they hired that you thought? Capello. Capello thought he was going to do something and he didn't. Well, he was hounded over pretty much because he didn't play the. I like Venables. Yeah, he didn't speak English. Yeah. I like Venables. <laughs> Glenn Hoddle not in with a show either, I know. Well, again, he hasn't come back He's yet. He's been out of the game a long time. And he hasn't yet been re- reincarnated as an England manager. <laughs> <laughs> Especially drinking that wine in the game. <laughs> Completely out of game. No wonder he was up dancing in that man on the resort. Points of wine in a suit. There's not many. Like, they've said they want to go down the route of having an English manager. And just, there's not many out there. If they were truly... If, if, like, if they were really that rules Rogers out anyway. No, if they were really visionary, they'd look. They'd probably bring in somebody like Eddie Howe or something like that, and say, "Right, this is a long-term plan." Someone who would see the England job as being the pinnacle yeah. of managing in England. Like the truth is, someone like Eddie Howe, he's going to get them to qualify for this anyway. Mm. You know what I mean by that? So if he was able to be brought in, 
because Roy Hodgson and whatever else, and it, it's been, you're right, it has been a short-term view from mm. them. And the, if you go back and look at how France changed their culture in the 90s, or even, you know, Germany did it as well when they brought in... <laughs> Again, it's they FA started led. With yes, it is. It's FA-led and, and, it's, and, and it's approach over the next eight to ten years, yeah. not this next tournament that we have to qualify. England, nine times out of ten, are going to qualify for the mm. tournament anyway, given no, their seed, given the quality the of players. Sort of taking the, the, the players themselves off their high horse. So I think that's always been there. Richie. I don't know. Like, are you telling me that they're, are you telling me they're any worse than France? They never look like a team. Yeah, but they they always how look often, like 11 individuals. How often do France have. not look like a team? Very often. And yet they get the finals. Oh. You know what I mean? So I don't think it is necessarily just down to the players. I think it's a, it's a structural issue that needs to be looked at and Phil's right in the sense or I think he's right in the sense that if you bring in somebody like Eddie Howe and say right we're not looking at Russia we're looking at the next one you know we're looking at the Euros so yes we want you to qualify for the World Cup we want to go and have a decent showing but regardless of what happens we're now looking at 2020 Right but what, what I'm sort of saying is would you not like a manager that comes in and you know when they're at the press brief and say let's say before the Iceland game there in the tournament and to come out and say this isn't an easy game not the, it, to shoot down all the over expectancy that England that we are England type of shit that they're going to walk through fucking this that and the other and say no that was Hudson this is a fucking tough game no but don't he was a negative cunt there's a difference you know what I mean I just put, put them on a level pair you aren't fucking top two or three in the world let people know where they are and pull the media in pull the expectation back and because I think the players are away with the fairies thinking they're fucking 1970s it's, Brazil half the time uh, no it's, it's definitely like it nearly a 10 year plan as you said the Germans done it and the French done it what they all done is they all developed it from, from the underage teams yeah they were successful underage teams yes that all came through like with the likes of Houllier and then the Germans done it as well and they, they were all bred through into it and they continue this kind of route the whole yeah. thing England yeah, get generations of footballers they get a, a wicked generation of, of 10 years and say oh they're, they're fucking great players and then they go off the boil for 10 years but there's no actual kind of key Constant development coming out of a youth cell. Yeah, there. But like, even the runner I set up at the minute. Like, when's the fucking last time they won? You know? If Joachim Lowe was was English, he'd have been sacked. Mm. Because they would have. At least believed... he's in his own hair, so he's sacked. His... <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a reason to keep him in a job, I don't know what is. <laughs> but he would. Would you not agree, Phil? If if he was English, he'd have been given the chop by now, because they'd have believed he should have won it more than once. In that time, but see, that's that, that's that's the lunacy. I know. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying is it is it? I'm actually well, no, going back on myself and asking: is it destined for failure? Not, regardless? There's two things here, right? You've got a weak FA, yeah, who always tried to keep the media on side, yeah. Regardless, right? Yeah, a strong FA would have told the media to fuck off last week <coughs> and kept Allardyce in the job if they believed that he was the right man. Severely reprehended Allardyce, told him that if we catch up in, in anything else. Um, that's it but we believe you're the man for the job we put you there because we believe you're the man who can instill this English you know bulldog spirit back into our, yeah. our game and give us our identity back blah 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 all that type of stuff And but they don't they have, a, they have a press they have an FA that more or less bows to the wishes of the press whenever it wants the same way as they had a manager who was perfectly Roy Hodgson was the perfect managerial representation of the English FA. Yes, I know what you're saying. For a man to to be the face of what that FA yeah. stands for, he yeah. was spot on. He heralded in the press as being the the whatever it was the broadsheet manager in a tabloid time. Like, do you know what I mean? It's all this and the FA being the original FA, the home of football, all this type of stuff. When in reality they've given very little to the game. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. 
they haven't provided any innovation in, in real terms that's going on. They don't have a very good structure in England in terms of bringing through youth or having a sound development around the game. They don't have a strong hold on their own national game, on their own national leagues. And they can't, for their life, understand what type of philosophy the English should be. They don't want to adopt the philosophy, which is the English philosophy, right? When instead they should embrace it and make it the way that they play. And that should be the way that the, the English team look to play. Because, you know, you can look at the Spanish team, you can look at the German team, you can look at the French team, but it's how their teams play. Yeah, but if you, if you notice, I've noticed the... Within the last year, like philosophies always come about in football. Like we had the tick attack, and yeah. we had all this. The actual old style English fucking pressing, getting at teams, yeah. and being in people's faces. That's starting to come back more and more into yeah. the game. You know, it's and when, like, when, it when, should be England's time nearly. Like, when to, you've Guardiola talking about that, you know the way he beats teams pressing them is to clip a ball over the top and then press teams in at the back end. That's Jack Charlton talking about putting the ball down the other end of the pitch and pressing the team high up there to win it back to get crosses into score goals. Slightly yeah. different, but, but <laughs> I know I, what you're getting at. More than likely is the first time Guardiola ever and Guardiola and Charlton are fucking They're pretty much the exact same type manager. More or less the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same. same. <laughs> and with that, this week's ball is a wrap. We put him under pressure. <laughs> we got a game. We got a game. We got a game to win. Great song. It is a tune. I was watching actually. A a, I was watching a program the other day. The Ryder Cup. No, it was. Uh, what's her name? My- is it Myra Brennan from Clannad? Uh, she's lead singer Clannad, and she was talking to all the different. Um, old sort of Irish uh, front men. This isn't back like to that. your car story with someone flashing our. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no we just, but, they were just talking to horse lips. You right. know what I mean? You forget, like. Hang on a second. What, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said oh, she wasn't flashing her. Oh, yeah, horse lips. <laughs> I want to see what she was using for the drum pedals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, horse lips. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good God. <laughs> With that, we're done. Okay, as always, uh, thanks to Astor Park Tala for the use of the facilities here and the bunker. Um, the place to be for any of your five-a-side needs. A big shout out to them, as always. Tonight, we had Phil Casey, Ray Brady and Damo Flood, the enigma that he is, uh, back in the bunker. And myself, steve Thanks a million. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Um, oh, another one for Phil. Glenn Johnson in the England squad. Disgust. That comes in from that <laughs> comes in from Noli. Disgust or disgust? Well, you're, dis- you're disgusted. Hang on. Disgusted. Is that real? Yeah. Yes. What? Glenn Johnson yeah. is back in the England squad. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> he plays for Alan, Stoke, yeah? Yeah. The that's team that's bottom of the league. Oh, all right, yeah. And like that got a point at Old Trafford. They're just going to make that point. Who picked the team? Garrett Selke. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. As you were. As you were, Glenn yeah, it's, it's, Glenn. well. Listen, I haven't seen a single bit of Stoke this season, so I can't comment. Klein, um, I can only Kyle assume. Walker, yeah, but I think they're Traffic in the squad Cone. as well. Advertising Jordan, Klein pulled out, just grass. Well, Klein's out now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, actually, that's flag. a fair point. Well, Walker's getting in ahead of him, so we can understand him. Gareth Sorry. Southgate himself. Hang your bollocks, Gareth Barry. Being that um, more than not getting in, yeah. he should have to stick it as well. Then. 
If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Accept no substitutes. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.